you have arrived at your destination. Hey, Mitch. Brandon. What'd you hear in the news this week? Oh, we're having nice weather and uh, a yeah, sure, little yeah. bit of, uh, here the Dow is up for the time. The Dow is up, yeah. That's what yeah. Going. No, so, Mitch, that's not what I mean. <laughs> I mean animation news, because that's what we're covering this week on Animation Destination. Destination Podcast, Animation Celebration Podcast. I'm your host, resident cartoon junkie, Brandon Jones, and I'm here with Mitch Harmon. Yo! Mitch, uh, a lot of stuff happens uh, in between all the stuff that we did. Yeah. So um, I recorded Fairy Tale and Korra pretty close together, mm-hmm. um, and so it's been about two weeks since I've sat down in the recording booth. And since then, San Diego Comic-Con has happened. Indeed. Uh, premieres have, have been announced. Tons. Uh, things have occurred. And <laughs> stuff I, is rumbling stuff is, there. Yeah, stuff's rumbling around. So I need to basically get all this stuff out. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So uh, we're going to do Star Butterfly Season 3 today, but... Uh, uh, I want to make sure we cover probably all the series. Uh, maybe like sure. I, I do want to cover it mainly just on season three up to up premiere. to the season three, yeah. right? But I do want to give like a recap of like uh, the the best like the best parts of. Season we definitely want to kind of give the story of where she came from and, and all that stuff. Exactly, because we've yet to do a Star Butterfly episode, and that seems like a crime because mm-hmm. I talk about it all the time as like one of my favorites on like the the end of the year things. It was like one of my favorites in the end of year on twenty fifteen and twenty sixteen. So yeah. I feel like. I need to really like just do an episode on it, so we'll just say it's basically going to be about the battle for Muni, but we're going to cover the whole gamut when we get to it. Sure, sure. But that's not. Today. But you want to you want to get this news out while it's still hot. You know? Yes, yes. It, it, and it, it, it honestly, there's so much of it, it would probably just take up half the episode anyway. Yeah. So you know, you probably saw the title. It might be a little bit of a quickie, or we could prattle on forever. I don't know. It, it's quite possible <laughs> that we could prattle on for a long time here because Mitch and I are known to do that about our animations. Yes. So, so. so uh. If it's a short episode, that's the reason why it's a news flood. We're just flooding <laughs> the news from San Diego Comic-Con and what we think about it and all the other stuff. Uh, but before we get into that, let's get into our animation recommendation, which is the Voltron Season 3 trailer. Yeah. Uh, Voltron Season 3 coming back to Netflix this Friday. Mm. So tomorrow, if you're listening to this podcast. Yep. Uh, tomorrow, August 4th, uh, coming back to Netflix Season 3. They're pumping them out. I'm awesome. loving it. Loving it, loving it, loving it. So I love how quickly it's coming too. You yeah, know? yeah. I I think they did a good job of like of like planning ahead. So like it's clear that the first two seasons was one, made one season. Like yeah. that, that was one twenty episode season, and they just split into ten and just like there you go, yeah, was, be done with it. And and so that was good. So like while those two were airing, they had already started production on the next ones, and so it, it's been very good. So do they happen to say how many episodes are going to be in this season? I think it's probably about ten or 11 but okay so that's what they're shooting for then that's cool it's typically 10 with an hour premiere so 11 technically it's like 11 half hours so let's i'm going to be worthless this weekend (laughs) 
I'm just thinking about it, like because tomorrow or uh, on Friday, right. I have uh, uh, I'm supposed to go to the DMV and get my license changed over for my new new place that I moved into. Sure. And then I also uh, am going to go in uh, get fitted for glasses. But after that, I got a podcast. I got an interview. I do at six for the podcast, and then oh, I got yeah. a podcast. I got to do at nine. That's right. But then it's just like I'm I'm like guys. I know we use a hangout for the podcast, but unless you guys want to watch Voltron, <laughs> I'm going home. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I you don't understand. <laughs> you don't get it. Oh, man, that's good. <sighs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so next week we'll definitely be doing an episode of Voltron. So John Myers will probably be back on because he loves doing uh, uh, yeah, his Voltron. Uh, Mitch, you're more than welcome to be on as well. And we'll probably get Groovely back because Eric Groovely loves talking he about does, Voltron. He does, man. Yeah, so. he loves that Voltron. Yeah, he loves talking about Voltron. So we'll probably get that crew back on here to talk about Season 3 and how awesome it was and Lotor's there. And yeah. I'm super stoked. I know, dude. Oh, man. I, I, it's not Tom Hiddleston doing his voice. I really wish it was Tom Hiddleston because mm-hmm. that would have been perfect because yeah. it, it would have been absolutely perfect because DreamWorks already got him for Troll Hunters so I figured like they were just like hey man you want to come, uh, <laughs> come on over here come over here do some do real quick yeah. but I do like the guy they got doing him he's got a very you know uh, you know alien British voice like Allura he's got a princely <laughs> voice yeah, and yeah. it works um, so I'm going to go ahead and say he's probably half Galra oh yeah because um, that's what he was I think in the original but mm-hmm. uh, I don't think he was half uh what, what, what was Altean? I don't think he's half Altean, but he does sort of look like uh, he's got the nice hair. He's got the nice hair, and he and he looks like uh, what what what's her face? The, the the wizard chick Hagar. She he does look a lot like her. Yeah, look wise. So and Hagar is half Altean, half Galra. So mm, or just Altean. She might just be Altean. Altean corrupted so. by yeah, you know. She, they literally just said you're Altean, so it's probably just Altean. But yeah, but it's pretty clear that Galra like mixed interbreed when they when they conquer something because they have the different looking. You have the wolf like people, the lizard like people, mm-hmm. and, and uh, then you have these sort of humanoid esquins and they well even keith has yeah hum- yeah something, something. his yeah. mother is apparently you know part galra so. i don't know i don't know if like she's full blood or yeah what the deal was but right yeah, yeah. so yeah his, his dad it's funny because like people like attribute it to his dad like oh his dad might be a half galra like apparently this was like a theory like from season one i'm like i don't remember that being like hinted at it all in yeah. season two but like people are like oh is it his dad it's probably his dad and then like his dad shows up he's just like a just like a farmer he's <laughs> <Just laughs> like what's up Keith how you doing I'm like, oh hey yeah hey pa don't you know? think he's a girl yeah really. so but maybe he is I don't know maybe he's like oh yeah this is true but, yeah yeah you just never know but they, but the whole mystery is where's his mother so obviously it's probably Italians are known so. to be able to uh, transform. That's what yeah. uh, Princess Laura did in, in the season one. She yeah, like, kind of yeah, grew a little bit. Yeah, and, she did that. Uh, infiltrated the, the base. Yeah, but that's Altaian, so. Yeah. You know, so I don't, I don't know. know. We'll don't know see. Yeah, uh, we'll check that out. But yeah, new season. They also got uh, some, like, like Lotor kind of has like a harem with it, or like like a like a group of like like kick butt ladies, ladies around him. Yeah. Like it does. It's like it's like all these like Gaura females like around him, and it's just like, well, all right, he's Lotor. So. <laughs> uh, but that's how he rolls, man. Right. But like, I feel like one of them might be the Gaura that interacted with Keith inside the belly of the beast last year. Mm, okay, because that that looked that that Gaura looked sort of feminine. To yeah. Me. So I thought maybe that was his mother, because that would be a freaking ultimate coincidence. Of on coincidences yeah but you know it's just like it could just be like a new character that they'll introduce later yeah so. that's what i figured it was so yeah so i'm thinking like the lady they show with like the blue lips and everything i'm thinking that's who keith probably 
interacted with um mm-hmm. and she was doing some mission for lotor so yeah know, like to get a thing well you so. just been getting those crystals because right that stuff is valuable exactly so they were they were good fuel or whatever so figure that's probably what that is but that's all my uh predictions that i have for voltron season three we'll get all that out next week when we talk about that uh and we got a lot of stuff coming out man a uh, lot to lots to do my friend mm-hmm. uh so let's get to it shall we uh rocco's modern life yeah. uh, they announced that they were doing a tv movie a couple of years ago or about a year ago i want to say when they announced splat and all that stuff so they said hey arnold's mm-hmm. getting a movie rocco's getting a movie rugrats probably coming back you know there's lots of stuff's happening um so Rocco's Modern Life uh, finally has a teaser trailer out, um, and it's everything it needed to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's just, I don't know, like like if you would just hit the perfect button, like on his own <laughs> thing, and just and released it. That's what the Rocco's Modern Life uh, thing would be. Oh, by the way, we're on our topic of the day, which is also the news. So yeah, or whatever topic, or whatever it is. So that stuff. Rago's Modern Life uh, teaser trailer uh, is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's everything you wanted to be. Cause it like, is. In the old it's show, everything we talked about. Yeah, let's say everything <laughs> in the old show it dealt with what Rocco yeah. had to deal with yeah. in a modern, modern life. Yeah. But the 90s. Right. Now he's in the 21st century. Yeah. And like it's cell phones and flat screen TVs. <laughs> right. Yeah. And Twitter. Yeah. And just like all it, this different stuff. Like yeah. that one scene where he's running and I can't remember what was hitting him in the original one. Yeah. But this time it's people holding signs that had the thumbs up for the Facebook like. Yeah. And they're just hitting him with it over and over and over. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't know. I just, I can't wait for it, this. Yeah. It, it's it going to be so great. Yeah. It was like, I was wondering like, ah, are they going to be able to really integrate him into like the new realm? What's it going to look like? Is it going to look like the old animation? And it looks like it was made like directly after the show. Like yeah. it's exactly the same. I mean, the, uh, the, the, like, the clarity is clear. Yeah. yeah the but cl- the animation yeah, but the an- is it's, still the same. Like even the frame rate looks exactly the same. The, the, the way the frames work, it looks exactly like a production that was made back in the night. Like that was made right there with it. Yep. Um, and you know, just like Heifer and Filbert playing on a cell phone <laughs> and stuff yeah. like that. No spunky in the trailer, oddly enough, huh. but, but he is in the, the reboot promo thing. The little, oh, yeah. like, Cause it's, it's basically just them on the couch being like flung in. And, but instead of the Rocco, it says reboot on the sign. <laughs> so that's pretty funny, but like spunky's there and it's like, okay, so spunky will be there, but he wasn't on the trailer. Yeah. Uh, but no, it, it looks, it's everything I needed it to be. It's everything we talked about. Like mm-hmm. imagine what he could do. You could be on cell phones and stuff like that because it is like <laughs> yeah. we said all this stuff like in the shop <laughs> yeah. in, in that tone of voice as well. So we talk to each other. It's how we talk to each other, but only in the store. Yeah, uh, we gotta keep it. Hey, Brandy, how's it going? How's it going, man? I don't know. What about the Rocco thing? Oh, that was really good. I like a lot. So <laughs> it's, it's the Rocky voice. Anyway, uh, so you know, uh, Rocco looks great. I can't wait for it. It'll be awesome. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, can't wait for that. More, more Nickelodeon splat stuff. Need, need more of that stuff. Absolutely. Uh, let's get into Comic Con and what they announced in a lot of their stuff. Sounds so, good to me. Uh, Comic Con announced a lot of stuff. You guys have a Comic Con episode on that. We uh, just back did it. Yep. Episode epi- ep- show. You guys do. So <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, but uh, some animation news also come. Well, this is also comic book news, but uh, news 
prevailing to animation. So mm-hmm. I'm going to count this one. All right. Um, so. Comic Book Resources reported that uh, IDW uh, teased visionaries, uh, as in uh, the the arrival in Hasbro. So Hasbro's got a whole bunch of uh, comics that are re- they're they're putting out. Yep, as uh, a big you know hurrah thing. You know, I guess for. Uh, they have a bunch of rights, and they want to start making comics out of them. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's, that's, that, that's totally what it is. Right. They have the rights to, like, G.I. Joe, Transformers. Yeah. My Little Pony. Which they've, Turtles. Been do- which they've been doing all that stuff. Yes. So they've been doing all those. So now IDW is, like, digging deeper into the Hasbro library, and they're pulling out Visionaries, Knights of the Magical Light. Uh, it was just one still frame of the logo. Uh, that was kind of it was kind of new, but it was definitely the, the the Visionaries logo, and it says Knights of the Magical Light, and that's the the only thing they showed. But that's one of the things coming back, and it's just like, oh my goodness, like yeah, I was super stoked about that. But it's coming back in comic book form. Uh, the original series had a comic, um, and so that'll be cool to see. I hope uh, you know, I hope this sparks interest. I, I would love to see a remake of Visionaries, get Studio Mirror to do it. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> would you have them pick up where the episodes left off or just reboot the whole thing? I would probably reboot the whole thing because people aren't going to remember it. Like, yeah. it's like, if you're like, oh, I remember Visionaries, and like 80% of the people, my, me and my brother will be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, let's do this. N- Bring it up where I left off. Right, but no one else who you know hasn't listened to that. Me, or Adam Hicks will know it too. But <laughs> like, there's like a few people that I can name, but oh, yeah. But I think just reboot it. Reboot it to, you know, kind of, Reinvigorate what the, whatever the the property is, which I which I guess technically the property last time was just like holographic toys. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, which but, like we don't have to bring what, those back, you know? Right? I mean, which you know, I can I say that I this is something that I that that I've been meaning to kind of maybe do a video on or something. I don't know, but uh, if I ever start doing videos, uh, commentary and cartoons, but. There's always this stigma, and I, I kind of mentioned this a little bit during my 80s thing. There's always this stigma. It's like, well, it's just a cartoon made to sell toys. And I'm like, that's true. And ultimately, like that, that would pro- you would think that would come from a pretty barren wasteland of creativity. Right? Yeah. There's something that's literally just com- a commodity reason to sell something. But then you have uh, things like He-Man and Thundercats and th- that really do resonate with a kid's mind. And if you dig... Just a little bit deeper. You don't have to dig. Just skim it a little bit, and you'll see there's actually lore, like, attached to it. Like, there's actual, like, stories attached to what's going on, and there was actually effort put into these things. Not just because they were trying to, you know, well, I mean, the motivating motivating factor was to sell toys, but... There was also creativity lying in there. Yeah. You know? Visionaries especially. I think there's a lot of creative stuff about visionaries. Just because like, something was created yeah. to be used in that fashion right. doesn't necessarily mean that's all it's going to ever be able to do. Yeah. Like you said, it depends on how much care yes. the people who are working on the project at the time yes. put into it. Agreed. And yeah. I would I agree. The, the the productions of Transformers and mm-hmm. He Man and yeah. all the all those great shows. Yeah. Yes, were created to sell toys, but ultimately had a lot of great lore and yeah. for not, and, not for nothing had a lot of great stories. Yeah, and inspired a lot of people later to create things mm-hmm. as well. Like you know, you're seeing that now with people with like uh, show run or you know creator run shows with like uh, like uh, Steven Universe. You know, Rebecca Sugar was you know very influenced by anime and you know Sailor Moon and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. She was influenced by that stuff. Uh, Revolutionary Girl, stuff like that. You know, she was very much influenced by that stuff, and that's what 
prompted her to start creating and make, you know, and create a show like Steven Universe. One of my favorite shows yeah. on the air right now was created because anime existed, you know, <laughs> or because one of these things was like, you know, selfishly promoted, brought over and dubbed and, you know, some, you know, weird way to make money. And it's just like, you know, it, but uh, you also get things uh, like, you know, the He-Man reboot and stuff like that. Like you wouldn't have those things. And uh, I, I just like, for some re- for someone to take something like oh it was just made to be a toy and they throw it out you know mm-hmm. like I was like oh there's just a bunch of like Transformers like so much lore to Transformers there's so much depth to everything yeah and, and that's where I talked about it most I think was on my Transformers episode uh, it just like just because it was made to be a toy doesn't mean that not a lot of care went into it it's not like the Street Fighter cartoon yeah, yeah it's like sometimes that happens sometimes <laughs> you get something that's literally like we need to capitalize on a thing that's popular. We well, just have somebody who yeah. actually cares and right. somebody who has a, actually has an imagination. You yeah, because so. like if you if that would have been handed to somebody else at that time, right? They may not have been able to write such a compelling, interesting story for true. these characters. It's true. But whoever handled it, he yeah. they did it right. <laughs> and someone at IDW remembers it and he wants to make a comic about yeah. it. So I'm really stoked about it. Uh, so that'll be great. Uh, Nico and the Sword of Light uh, premiered. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a, a lot of premieres going on in this too. A lot of premieres and, and trailers and stuff. But uh, Nico and the Sword of Light was a little uh, animated movie uh, on Amazon Prime. I want to say in 2014. Like it was a while ago. Yeah. Like it was like three years ago. I want to say. Um, and finally, it uh, it uh, popped out, and it was the uh, Titmouse Productions, I think, was the one that did it. Uh, but they finally got a series greenlit, I suppose, or it's probably greenlit the moment after the sh- after the movie because it was pretty popular. Uh, but now uh, season one is out there. Season one's going on. Uh, I haven't watched it yet, so that's my bad. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I've watched the first episode. Yeah. Uh, but Nico and the Sword of Light is about this little barbarian kid or champion, I would say. The last the, uh, hero. Or yeah, like that. the last hero, champion, something or other. Uh, he's woken up prematurely. He's still a child. I guess he just sort of is like this imbued, imbued being of like goodness. I guess because mm-hmm. he's like really kind-hearted, like right off the bat. So he's in this crystal thing, and then he like gets interrupted by this giant monster, and he wakes up like way early, and he's just like a child, but he still has his like sword of light, and he can slay all the darkness and blah blah blah. So like this princess has to take him on an adventure to fight the evil guy, blah 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 blah. blah. But it's uh, it's a uh, it's a pretty fun little you know uh, premise for you know a a, a fun adventure romp. So yeah, definitely. I, I I can't comment on it other than the fact that I think the voice acting is phenomenal from season, from episode one. You got Stephen Bloom as the villain. You got Tom Kenny on there. You got Kari Walgren. It's great. Um, I do like the kid who plays Nico. I think he's very uh, – I, I don't think I've known him on anything else, but he, mm. he is an actual kid, and he's actually quite good at uh, at what he's doing. So. Yeah, no, I've watched the first couple of episodes, and they are very good. And the animation is not the same as what it was for the – Little teaser yes. video or whatever, but it's still it's still really good though. Yes, granted, it's not as good, but it is still pretty freaking uh, pretty good. And I would imagine that it's the same amount of budget that would go into all thirteen episodes into that one thing. Yeah, so you'd have more frames of animation involved, it, but that's okay. Uh, another weird animated series got announced at San Diego Comic Con: Galaga. Uh, oh my gosh! The arcade, the classic arcade. Uh, there's a cart. There's an animated series coming out of Galaga. I I don't like. I'm cool. I'm always down for new 
uh, stuff, but uh, Bandai Namco uh, announced that they'll be uh, uh, partnering up with, uh, uh, let's see, the Swedish... Uh, oh, it's Nuttery Entertainment. Okay, so the Swedish animation company, Nuttery Entertainment, uh, up with Bandai Namco to create uh, a show based on the game Galaga. So there you go. Wow. Uh, they yeah. have a comic coming out here soon for it as well. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they got the comic coming out. Uh, that's, that's, that's intriguing. I, I don't know. It, it could be good. I don't know. I, mean, we'll it, I guess it depends on how they do it because I like sci-fi stuff, and if it was like a fleet, Galaga is actually the fleet of these humans yeah. fighting off all these yeah, space or, monsters. Right, or the like, ship, like the ship's called Galaga. Ship Galaga, yeah. Like that, yeah. Um, you know, it's it, that type of stuff would be awesome to watch, but you have to do it right, you know? Yeah, you got to do everything right. Again, it's another one of those crash, gar- crash grabs. <laughs> cash yeah, grabs, absolutely, uh, you tell. Crash gabs, you know, one of those. Bash grabs. Bash grabs. And, you know, it could be cool watching it sh- Watching them blow up a bunch of insects or yeah. insect ships. I'm not sure if it's supposed to be ships. Or yeah, I think there's. I think there's ships. You know, whatever. Yeah, you, you can, interpret how you like. Right, you can make them insects. You make them whatever you want. Um, SDCC also revealed the first look at Big Hero Six, the series. Hmm. Uh, it's a good looking little clip. Um, Are know, we supposed to have a second up? movie? What's that? Are we supposed to get a second movie? I don't know if a second movie is happening, but the series is happening. Mm, so right. yeah, but uh, we're getting that. I want to say October of this year. Nice. I want to say it's happening pretty pretty soon. So uh, I don't think they have a date for it yet, but uh, it looks pretty good. You know, I, I, I love me some Big Hero Six. Uh, so uh, I think they got back everybody to play their character except for. Wasabi, who was Damon Wayans' son, right? Yes, Damon Wayans' yes. son. And they got Kari Wal- not Kari Walgren, Kari Payton, uh, who is Cyborg. And, uh, um, oh, yeah, he's, he's on, uh, I, I was going to say, uh, I, I noticed this because I haven't been watching Walking Dead. He plays uh, Ezekiel. Is that the king's name? Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah, Kari Payton, Cyborg. Oh, okay. That's Cyborg from Teen Titans, in case you didn't know that, kids. Uh, it's like the, the king with the tiger. He's, he's that. But uh, I think the animation looks really good. Uh, uh, Mitch is watching it right now. It looks, <laughs> yeah, it looks, it looks great. It looks pretty cool. I like the style of it. It's not quite the same thing. It's 2D animation, obviously, but, yeah. uh, which they already announced. But <laughs> That's all right with me, man. I think 2D yeah. animation is good, but it's got to be done right. You agreed. Know? Agreed. Absolutely agreed. Uh, you know, it, it, everything's got to be done right, technically. I mean, but uh, no. Yeah, but uh, I guess that's true. <laughs> Uh, but no, it looks really good. I, I like how it looks. It uh, it has a has a Ben Ten look to it. A I bit. feel like it has a little bit of a, a lot more uh, cleaner, I guess. Or mm-hmm. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is better. I guess better. Yeah, but, a little but bit. yeah, I can see the Ben Ten influence. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it, it's pretty cool. I, I like it. It got all the voice actors back, so uh, hopefully they'll be bringing that in. I think that show serves better as a series, honestly, because mm-hmm. it's a team book and or it's a team dynamic, and I think you could really. You know, yeah, dice that up. Well, you know, you never really got a fleshing out of the characters in the movie, so yeah, exactly. Definitely, we'll get that in the show. Yeah, all you got was uh, Hero, so like all yeah. these need to be like, get his name's Hero. Do you get that? No, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you understood that. Uh, Darkwing Duck was confirmed. <laughs> Uh, as part of the revival of DuckTales. So at San Diego Comic-Con, they unveiled some concept art 
uh, and it had uh, Darkwing. The, the only picture we have is one of Darkwing and the Ratcatcher, mm-hmm. uh, which is his motorcycle. If people don't know that, within it looks, it looks fantastic. Like it looks really cool. Um, but uh, have you seen that picture? I uh, have. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It looks really good. It does. I am very excited about it. I, I don't know what capacity he will be in the show as, but. We do know Gizmo Duck will be a regular on the sh- not a regular but a regular occurring character mm-hmm. on the show, and he will be played by Lin Manuel uh, Miranda, okay. uh, the guy who wrote Hamilton and Moana's music. I, oh, cool! I don't know why he's playing him, but okay, you know, like, maybe he's always wanted to do voice acting. I, maybe, I, maybe finally got his chance now. I guess maybe Gizmo Duck has some songs. I don't know, <laughs> but it's like so. Uh, so yeah, they 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 popped him in there. So Gizmo Duck will be in it. Uh, so I don't know what. Come I'm hoping that see this is what I'm thinking they might do because it's sort of a trope that occurs. Um, now there is adventuring that occurs in this world, obviously, because you know the Scrooge and all them are going on adventures and yeah. stuff like that. There's villains, blah blah blah. Um, but I think it would be interesting if there that this was a TV show that they watched. And yet, it turned out to be true. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's like, like I don't know. I see like, what you're saying. Like for some reason, like that that's always like a thing. Like that, that's like a trope that's done in TV a lot, where it's like, oh, this is my favorite show, and it turns out that's actually a thing. A real occurs. thing it's going a real on. Thing yeah. Goes on. So there actually is a person out there fighting crime and you know doing stuff like that. It happened in Sailor Moon. Actually, we we're talking about Sailor Moon earlier. Yeah. So yeah, you know, that was a Sailor Moon thing with Sailor V. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it just like I don't know. That's maybe, maybe not. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> maybe. Uh, that's an interesting yeah. concept to actually have right. it where, like you said, they're watching TV. Yeah. And it's like, next time, uh, Duckwing, uh, Darkwing Duck. And, yeah. And then, you know, he cuts to Darkwing Duck actually right. fighting whoever on the on the bridge or right. whatever it, it may be. It, it's kind of a tough thing because it's going to be a good, like, if he's just there in the world, totally cool with that. But it will be kind of hard because then people are just going to want the Darkwing Duck show as soon as possible. DuckTales is still great. DuckTales is awesome. But if we had to choose between two, I'm going to watch Darkwing Duck. Right. Now, obviously, you can watch both of them. Uh, I would love for this to just combine the entire universe of the Disney afternoon. Like, that would be fa- like. They go like because like in this episode they go to Saint Canard and they you know see Darkwing Duck fight Megavolt and it's this whole because Megavolt was the other uh, concept that they they show they have one shot of a uh, Megavolt the rat, okay. the electric rat if people don't know yeah. what that is um, he's got a plug on his head yeah he got a plug around his head and a, uh, an, in, an, an outlet, in, outlet yeah. on his on his on his chest yeah an inlet on his head and outlet <laughs> on his chest yeah. yeah it's a good time uh, and it was played by uh, Tom Kenny I don't know no it was it was the guy who plays Homer Simpson what's his name oh. Matt, Cat, Cat, Caspinari, Cat, Caspinari, I forget his name. Dan Caspinarius, yeah, Dan Canary, Dan Caspinarius, Dan, Dan something. I forget the guy who plays Homer. He played in Megavolt. Okay, uh, but yeah, um, they can get him back. You know, <laughs> I feel like I was wondering, like, who's doing Darkwing's voice? They haven't said. They just released the concept art, so you can get. You, you can just get. I mean, it's not like he's not a phone call away. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, and he's so, like, oh, you're gonna revitalize one of my more popular right, characters. Right. Yeah, I'll do it now. Granted, they have recast everybody else on the show, so it's possible they could just recast him. They should, man. Especially if they got it, everyone else. It would be a shame, but I also can kind of see, like, all right, I get it different, you know. So they got Goslin and the, the yeah. people who did Goslin and Launchpad's voices. 
What's that? You said they got no. They they were they recast everybody. So oh, you said yeah. recast. I'm sorry. Yeah, the okay. recast. The launchpad's not the same guy. Obviously, Scrooge McDuck he passed away. Uh, but, yeah, you know, but they and David Tennant's phenomenal. And uh, but they have the girl who does like she's there all the time. The girl who does Hugh Dewey and Louie. Like they're there. Like she's there. She does. Yeah. She does Minnie Mouse's voice right now. So it's like, <laughs> but you know, this whatever. You you can recast. I just think Jim Cummings is like right there. He's already he's still doing Pete. Like he's always yeah. there. So just just call him up and be like, hey, you wanna you wanna revitalize a uh, little Darkwing Duck? Because like because it would be nice if he was like you know I am the terror. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be great. I don't know if, if if they recast him, I'll be fine with it because it's a thing. People recast all the time, but it would be nice to see her, mm-hmm. to hear old Jim Cummings back. Um, so yeah, but I, I do want to see them go to St. Canard, fight that. I want him to, I want to see him go to, um, oh, what's the tailspin town? Oh man, I forget what it was. Yeah, I have uh, no idea, man. It's, I, 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 the whole setting is really cool. It's that, it's that little like port town in between the, the, the mountains and they have like the gate that opens up. It's a really cool like, like setting cause they have air pirates, you know, yeah. everything's on like, on like, uh, you know, uh, aerial commerce and stuff like that. So it, it's a really cool town. I just forgot what it was called. Uh, and that's going to drive me insane till this podcast <laughs> is over. But go there, bring bring in the Tailspin crew. That'd be awesome, you know. Yeah, um, that'd be really cool. That'd be a lot of fun. Go, you know, uh, just bring in the Rescue Rangers for no reason. Like, you know, it's like whatever. Like, yeah, there's the Rescue Rangers, Chip and Dale, and all of them. They're yeah. helping solve a crime. Just bring them all into this one universe. So just because it's like, hey, cool, we can do as many episodes as we want on these characters, and that's that. So cross everything over. Why yeah. not? That'd be a great thing. Just combine it all into one thing. I'd love it. All right. Uh, next up, Death of Superman and Reign of Superman animated films are in the works. Uh, that's pretty great. So we'll get a part one, which will be the death of Superman uh, as he is murdered by Doomsday, the ultimate baby, um, mm-hmm. the world's strongest baby, um, the universe's strongest baby, uh, and Reign of Superman, which will be the uh, you know the four... Uh, Steel, Superboy, Eradicator, and Cyborg Superman, uh, respectively. Hank Henshaw, uh, they'll all do that whole thing, and then Superman will come back, and he'll punch Hank Henshaw's face off. <laughs> and uh, what was Eradicator? I can't even remember what he was. He was like an android or something? Eradicator is like, I think he's a weapon of Kryptonians. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. And like he's, his whole he, purpose is to... Collect all the data of the Kryptons. That way, they can the Kryptonian race will never be extinct. Gotcha. So he's Brainiac, basically, but only <laughs> Krypton. He's only right. interested in Kryptonians. Right. So, so he's Brainiac from the animated series version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, there you go. Yeah, because he was Kryptonian in the animated series version. But um, Eradicator is the only one that never stuck around. All the rest, you know, Connor, you know, John, John Henry Irons, mm-hmm. Hank Henshaw, they they stuck around, but. Uh, Eradicator just kind of went away. Nobody, yeah, it's like him he was there. Well, he's he showed up a little bit in some of the comics, but yeah, no, nothing. Yeah, nothing, nothing prominent. Yeah, I guess. yeah. So uh, there we go. That's happening. I, I'm I'm stoked for that actually for both of those because uh, we need more Superman stories. On, oh yeah. on the animated series. You know, especially the animated series, man. Yeah, I started when I started like going through like watching some of the old uh, superhero cart animated stuff and whatnot. Right. Like yeah. I was. I saw uh, Wolverine versus Hulk and yeah, the yeah, Plant Hulk good. and all that stuff. Right. But um, the Doctor Strange movie. But <laughs> the uh, uh, DC stuff, I was like, Batman, 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 Superman, Superman, Batman, 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 Batman. <laughs> it's like... Let's Every now and then, Justice League. Yeah. yeah it's like maybe yeah. a Wonder Woman's in there, a yeah. couple Teen Titans, but it's like... Yeah. 
let's get some Superman out there, guys. You know, like it's Superman's great. I agree. So uh, I think that's uh, sort of in the in the realm of like, okay, Superman's coming back for Justice League. Spoilers: If anybody doesn't know, Superman's coming back for Justice League. You didn't watch Batman versus Superman. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Like so, Superman's coming back. Even Walmart's airing Superman commercials right now for their uh, Superman T-shirts and whatnot. So everybody knows it's happening. So I think they're gonna. Try and jump on this with uh, some uh, some good Superman stories. And Death of Superman's a good story. Ram Superman's an okay story. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, it's actually okay. I remember like kind of hating it back when I was younger, but when I went back and read it, I was like, no, nah, it's actually pretty okay. Like mm-hmm. I get like I get what they were doing. It was like you know, it just I, I was less cynical with my mindset. It was like we're not going to keep Superman dead. No, they never are. It's, yeah. it's never a thing. In fact, you should never plug anything of like a hero dies. Never yeah. because it never sticks and it never works, and it's never important. Um, but have it happen. I mean, I'm not saying, like, you can't have that happen. It's like, whatever. But, you know, like, I think Marvel just did it with... Uh, they, they kill off a character every issue of Secret Empire. And it's like, <laughs> it's all going to end with it all getting erased anyway with the Cosmic, Cosmic Cube. Cosmic Cube, man. We know this. We know all that, you need. It's like, it's, we know this is all going to get erased, so it doesn't matter. None of this matters. Uh, so that's, that's just funny to me. But... Uh, Death of Superman's a great story. Uh, Reign of Superman's a good story. So mm-hmm. I'm, stu- I'm super stoked about it. I want Kingdom Come. Uh, I really want Kingdom Come. That'd be awesome. I want Red Sun as a as an anime movie. That would be awesome. There's tons of good Superman stories. Birthright is a phenomenal Superman story. Uh, I haven't read it yet, but I'm assuming American Alien is probably pretty freaking good. Um, it's, Although it's, 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 it's not bad. There, there's small little stories anyway, but you know, yeah, there's like, just yeah. really a bunch of one-offs. Yeah, which would be pretty cool. A little, a little like because like they had the Batman, the the Dark Knight, Tales of the Dark Knight, mm-hmm. or whatever, and you had uh, Emerald Knights with uh, the Green Lantern. You had the different Green Lantern stuff. True, true. true. Did you watch that one? By the way, that's, the Emerald Knights the cartoon. Yeah, yes, yeah, that's one of my f- all-time favorite animated movies mm-hmm. of DC, just because it's something different. Also, and Nathan Fillion plays Nathan, Hal Jordan. Yes, Nathan Fillion plays Hal Jordan, which That's is great. Awesome. And uh, Lyra steals that movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, who is Lyra, straight up steals that movie with her story. It's so good. Um, I love that story. So, but yeah, uh, give, give us some more Superman. Give us some more. More others. I got someone other than Batman. We only got one Flash, and that's Flashpoint. Yeah. And Batman's in it through the whole way. It's just Thomas <laughs> Wayne Batman. So give us some Flash stories. I'd love to see a story about the Rogues and like stuff like that. Like let's. I don't know, man. Let's yeah, no, I'm I'm right there stuff. with you, man. Yeah. I expand upon everything. I'd like to get a Marvel, uh, the Martian Manhunter. Yeah, a Martian Manhunter movie, which he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't even have a prolific story to talk about. Like it would be nice to make one for him. Yeah, uh, exactly. Like just know. a. Him being there on Mars as everyone is burning and stuff like that. Right. You know, be able to witness that. Right. Or, like, make a crime noir where he actually is manhunting. Like, where he's being John Jones and he's, like, dealing with a case. And it's, like, and, like, maybe it's an arson case. So it's really bringing back, you know, yeah, like, those, like, flashbacks of, like, yeah. you know, like watching it. Like, that'd be really good, you know? Yeah. Like he's can, having trouble with the yard, John. Like, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm fine. Just, yeah, right. Just trying to, get, trying to get through this case. Yeah, it'd be really good. Mm-hmm. And, was, and then, you know, you have a flame villain show up at the end like, yeah it's like whatever it's not like because then he have like a flame villain that he fights like flamethrower or something yeah i mean there's heat wave that i can think of yeah i guess there's heat wave that's a flash one yeah um, i don't know whatever see that's a good idea we yeah should, they should do that you know or maybe 
the Hawks. I would love to see Hawkman and Hawk Girl have a movie. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be interesting. I thought you said Hawks, and I was thinking, yeah. Hawk and Dove? Hawk and Dove? No. I don't know that, man. No, I don't need a Hawk and Dove movie. Uh, but, you know, like it would be, it, it'd be nice. It would be nice to see that. A, a Green Arrow Black Canary. That'd be cool. I would love to see a Hard Traveling Heroes movie. Right? Let's get cool. a little uh, all, Oliver Queen and yeah. a little bit of Hal Jordan right? mixing up. Just yeah. traveling around the, traveling around the world. Fighting around the world. Fighting around the world. <laughs> <laughs> they, they make boxing gloves all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I, people kind of hate on Identity Crisis. I like it. I think they could do Identity Crisis. Like, yeah. It does deal with a very, very deep subject that they – but, you know – Kind of so does Killing Joke. Like it sort of sort delves of. into that realm a little bit. It's not quite blatantly obvious, but yeah, you know, but you're left but, speculating. You're left speculating, but I don't know. It seemed interesting. Like it, I think that that I like that story. I a lot of people kind of hate on it. People hate on Brad Meltzer. Wait, are we talking about Identity Crisis? Identity Crisis. Identity okay. crisis. Yeah, people hate on people hate on Brad Meltzer. I mean, Brad Meltzer is a crazy conspiracy theorist, but uh, or he just likes to drum up his show. One of the two. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I I think he had a pretty decent run on uh, Justice League, and I liked his uh, Identity Crisis run. He made Black Canary leader of the Justice League, and it was awesome. So, <laughs> so screw all of you. Anyway, it's like uh, maybe I'm just a little bit. Uh, it might be a little biased, biased that one, about but... that one, but I, I don't know. I think Black Canary makes a good leader because she's she's a normal person and she can inspire people. She wears her heart on her sleeve and she knows all the members because she's been there for decades. So <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. Uh, just give me a Black Canary solo movie. How about that? Or a Birds of Prey. Give me Birds of Prey. That'd be phenomenal. Yep. You got Oracle. You got Huntress. You got Black Canary. You got Lady Blackhawk. There you go. Give me that run of Birds of Prey. There. I said it. <laughs> All that stuff. That's that's the Superman news. <laughs> I knew we'd end up going on a somewhere, rabbit hole somewhere. Somewhere, yeah, somewhere. Um, Usagi Yojimbo. Uh, the... And TMNT team up. Mm -hmm. Uh, The comic book has been released. The episodes are starting to air every Sunday. I think it's Sunday. Mm -hmm. Sunday or Monday? I can't remember. It's Sunday. Sunday, yeah. I think it's Sunday morning, actually. I think it is, too. Uh, But yeah, uh, got those running. Um, It's a good... uh, good time because it's you always whenever you have a TMNT license you gotta throw Stan Sakai's Usaki Yojimbo oh, absolutely. in there at some point um, it's my it's probably one of my favorite episodes of the 2003 Ninja Turtles episode they had a oh yeah the, well, there's yeah. a couple actually there's a couple in it but, but when they go to Usagi's yeah, world yeah. When, when Leo goes to his world they all get like thrown to different worlds and Leo goes to Usagi's world and you get to see like you know Tomoyame and Jin and you know, all these characters and it's like yeah yeah yeah. It's pretty cool. So. Yeah, Jin Jin's definitely more of a prominent character in this mm-hmm. new uh new one. Yeah. Uh the not just the uh T V show but also the yeah. one shot comic that just came out not too long yes. ago. Which was written and drawn by Stan Sky, which is yeah. Gotta love that stuff. Yeah, I he, he just has like a really really cool style, man. It's really cartoony. It's old school. It, it looks like a it looks like your old comic strip type of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. It just but some about it. He just he he does a lot. He has a lot of energy in like what he draws. Like there's so much like visceral. Like you, you wouldn't think that with like these goofy like oh, I'm a yeah I'm a cartoon rabbit throwing around a sword, but it's like it's it's like visceral stuff. Like mm-hmm. it's like really brutal kind of things. Um. 
But uh, it looks really cool. Uh, or the the so far the first two episodes. I haven't watched the second one yet, uh, which came out Sunday. <laughs> but uh, first episode was really good. Um, it just was. I, I like how they just like brought the turtles in with like no. Like, you no know, pomp and circumstance or whatsoever. They didn't even, like, set them up being in their place. It was just, like, we're in Osagi's world, and then the turtles get pulled into it. We yeah. don't even see, like, what they're doing. Like, what they were doing prior to this, yeah. Yeah, prior to that, they just get pulled in. Like, um, <laughs> But, no, like, at this point, at least, Usagi has met them. Because yeah. he's talking about, Leonardo, I, this, you know, what has changed since we last met each other, you know, whatever. Oh, well, yeah, in the 2003 version, yeah. I'm guessing that's what they're referencing. I don't know. Wait, like, because what do you Cause mean? Because in the in the new the Nickelodeon one, oh yeah, they has Usagi's like Leonardo San. What's wrong? Why are you acting this way? And does it? No, he doesn't. I'm pretty sure he didn't say he Leo because he because he calls them all like Kappa demons, and then the kid realizes that they're all like like things. You know, they're all like things, and the kid's like, ah, oh, you know what? Not... May, maybe I'm thinking of the comic I, now. That I'm yeah, about you it. might be thinking of the comic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, Which is, even then, like, well, no, I think he did me Usagi a couple of like, yeah, back I, in like issue like 30 or something right which that i just found out that current run of idw's ninja turtles yeah is the longest running ninja turtle series yeah it doesn't long it doesn't in run existence yeah, yeah it doesn't run that long comic wise typically like, no it's weird yeah but it's on 73 it, just came out today and mm-hmm. it's just yeah, that's just phenomenal you know yeah. that's great yeah. they, they they suffer from i don't know it's like they, they 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 go and they suffer from low sales after a little while and they cancel it and they bring it back but this one's just I think you just found the right kick, time because they they did. they did it right before some of the movies came out and mm-hmm. the movies hyped it so much. Yeah, everyone loves it. But even now that the movie craze kind of died down a little bit, yeah, it's still a, it, a big seller. It, it's that property, and I say it every time we talk about it. It's just a it's just a dynamo, almost untouchable property. Like it oh, really yeah. is. It it really is. Like it it's worked three times animation wise. <laughs> it just it's made uh, how many movies now? Five movies. Five movies of different three, tempo. Yeah, three live action. Yeah, five live action. five live action. One one animated. Yeah, you're right. So six. Yeah, I forgot about the animated one. Because yeah. it was just the TMNT. Yeah, and then if you want to count the, I think there was a I think it was a movie where the. Uh, turtles from the 2003 series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meet the turtles from the 1990s. Uh, that, yeah, okay. That that was that, a movie too, wasn't it? There was a movie, but it wasn't theatrical release. Yeah, I mean, theatrical that's releases. right. DVD, yes. Straight to DVD. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was straight to DVD, and it was uh, TV broadcast, but it was still great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, turtles forever. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, it just like it 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 stays the test of time. Let's just say that because it really does. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but that's pretty cool, and. uh We'll be seeing more of that. It's always good to see more Usagi, and I'm I'm sure Usagi will show up in the next version when they have the 2D animation that they're doing now. So mm. it'll be good. Netflix to debut uh, Disenchanted, a new animated series from Simpsons creator Matt Groening. So, okay, I have no idea what this is going to be. Okay, so for me, there when I heard Disenchanted, yeah, I was like, is this that freaking story about all the like? Ursula from Little Mermaid. She had a daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's... I think it's called Enchanted. I think that's what that's called. I, mean, I don't, I don't uh, know. But, but yes. yeah, yeah, so Disenchanted is not that. Not that, no. <laughs> yeah, it's a little air on that one, people. No, it's a Matt Groening uh, production, so we get a new Matt Groening. We haven't seen one since Futurama, so... Yeah, no, that's, uh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. I, I, if it wasn't for Futurama, I'd be like, hmm, but <laughs> Futurama was a really good show, and it was uh, also by Matt Groening, so... That's you true. Know, I, uh, I'm, I'm just kind of done with uh, The Simpsons, so... 
I think a lot of people are just, yeah. just he's it's, not. <laughs> it, well, the, I mean, a lot of people are, a lot of people aren't, because it still makes mega buco ratings. Yeah. So you know, like, well, not as not as big as it used to, but still big enough for a uh, studio to hold it on. So oh, I think yeah. it still makes like four, like a 4.2, which is like 4 million people still watch this thing. Jeez. It's terrible now, but they still watch it. So yeah, I, I haven't know. seen any new episodes since yeah. like three and, or four years ago. And oddly enough, it still has its time slot. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe that's something, right? Yeah. Maybe we don't change the time slot on something and then it dies almost Nickelodeon. So anyway, <laughs> and Cartoon Network and everyone and in who was uh, Firefly on? Oh, was Fox. It? Yeah, Fox, Fox did yeah. that. Yeah, good lord. Well, they didn't even do that. They, they first of all, they gave it the death sentence of a Friday of a Friday evening uh, time slot, which the only thing that survived that was X Files. Amazingly, yeah. Um, I, I don't know how it did it. It just did. Um, but uh, but uh, fire, if they gave it the death slot, and then they didn't air the first two episodes of the series until the final two episodes of the show that they aired. <laughs> it was so stupid. Um, so that big cliffhanger, wondering, wondering not uh, uh, Kaylee dies. Guess what? She doesn't. So because we've seen her in the rest of the show. So big, big, big freaking no kidding. But anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, June Foray passed away uh, this past uh, week. June Foray was the uh, voice of Rocky from Rocky and Bullwinkle show. Oh, no uh, kidding. Natasha, uh, also from there. Uh, you know, uh, Ma Beagle and Magic of Dispel from uh, DuckTales, stuff like that. So, you know, uh, Granny from uh, Celestia and Tweety cartoons. So. Older school, old school stuff. Yeah, really prolific voice actress. She was 99, lived a very long and that's strong a, that's life. That's a full life that right is, there. That is a full life. And is, uh, she was like a few months away from a full century. So oh, wow. good, good, healthy life for uh, for good old June Foray. So pretty great. Um, you know, like she will be missed. And uh, she was awesome. So there we go. Uh, let's see. Uh, I know that voice is getting a documentary series. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I know that voice was an, uh, a, a documentary that was released a couple of years ago. I want to say 2012 that was released. Uh, it was produced by John DiMaggio, uh, who basically did a whole documentary about voice acting, the people who do the voices for cartoons, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and now uh, its success has led to a documentary series. So be getting uh, several episodes showcasing certain aspects of voice acting and certain voice actors, stuff like that. So that should be a good time. I can't wait. Yeah, I was say, that's good for anybody who's like, maybe wants to try to get into the field of voice acting and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Oh, yeah. I think it'd be awesome, but at the same time, I'd be afraid that I couldn't like replicate a voice. Oh yeah, at right. Those times where maybe oh, yeah. too many, too many of my voices all sound like sound that one character, right? Know? And and then like you got to think because like they even said in that documentary, it's just like it's like oh so yeah cool you can do that funny voice. Okay, can you do that voice uh, riding unicycle while gargling water? <laughs> like you know it's like if that character was doing that, could you do that in that voice? Like it's like oh I. I don't know. Could I? Like, I was like, I have no idea if I could do that. You know, it's like I'd have to really think about it. So that's why people go to acting courses. And I was <laughs> like, and figure that stuff out. Uh, another passing uh, in animation: legendary Disney Imagineer Marty Sklar passes away at 83. He was mm. one of the first ones, along with Michael Eisner, to get in on the ground the ground floor of really hyping up Disney to the point where it was that Renaissance era of you know Little Mermaid, all that stuff. So that was the Michael Eisner era. Uh, and he was right in there, old Marty Sklar. So he's uh, he will be missed as well. So mm-hmm. I don't have a whole lot 
else to say other than they'll be missed. I apologize, but uh, you know, uh, you know, I didn't I didn't know these people personally, so I apologize for that. Um, another weird cartoon premiere, Mitch. Uh, Stretch Armstrong. I saw this. Getting an animated series. How is this even relevant? On today? Netflix. I don't know. Do they, even, they even N- make the toys anymore? Nosto- no, I've not seen a toy yeah. of Stretch Armstrong in, since the ninth, since the nineteen ninety three. Like I was Jeez. like, I, I have, I have never seen nostalgia goggles on something so, <laughs> yeah. so prominent, so obviously apparent. Yeah, it's just like, all right, cool. Um... I don't know. Like, it's like, yeah, right. Uh, so yeah, um, uh, our friend, uh, my friend of the show and friend of mine, uh, Sean Jones, asked, uh, "Where's the intergalactic backpack?" And uh, I, I agree. I think, uh, but maybe they'll save that for season two. Mm-hmm. So you know, the backpack that uh, you know, it's, it's part of the toy that's on there, that's on the thing. Did that land? Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm I'm sitting here thinking about something else, and I am. I apologize. That's fine. Um, but yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. DreamWorks Animation is teaming up with Bloomhouse uh, for an animated pick called Spooky Jack. Uh, Bloomhouse uh, is on fire right now. They were the guys that did um, uh, Get Out. Oh, okay. Uh, and um, Get Out. Uh, what else did they do? Uh, I think It Follows. They did that one. A lot, a lot of good old school style horror movies. And it's it's pretty cool. So, uh, yeah. So they'll be doing Spooky Jack, which is going to be an animated movie. So uh, it looks pretty cool. So uh, they've been they've been hitting, hitting out of the park lately, really. Because uh, Bloomhouse, uh, they've also got the Friday Night, Friday Night at Freddy's series as well. Oh, wow. Which, uh, th- that, that, the Five Nights at Freddy's series, not Friday Nights. Uh, five, <laughs> five Nights at Freddy's that series. That's just creepy when you say Friday Nights. I, I know, right? Which is pretty good because, like, it was in the hands of, like, this big, like conglomerate studio mm-hmm. and they like dumped the rights of it and Bloomhouse picked it up and I'm like that's a much better thing for Bloomhouse because <laughs> well Bloomhouse really does do small budget horror movies very well um Get Out is not uh, a big like like budgeted movie at all but it's really effective for what they do so you know I I think this will be pretty cool to see an animated feature for that so uh yeah we'll see uh see how that works out i'm super stoked about it though so mm-hmm. there we go uh last bit of news mitch the last bit of news is young justice season three at san diego comic-con they revealed the roster of the team mitch oh really they revealed the roster okay the roster uh now this is just the team obviously there'll be other like Entities, I'm sure, like, you know, they'll probably still have Black Canary there and Red sure, yeah. and stuff like that. Background characters. Yeah, exactly. People that Greg Weissman will never get rid of because he loves those characters. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, but... And where else are they going to show up anyways? Right, you know? exactly, because it's not like they're doing anything else. But it's great. Uh, they've got all the same... They're all still on model, stuff like that. Um, but we got Static. Static from... Uh, Static Shock. Yep, oh, so, so he... Okay, yeah, that's so, awesome. So he joins up. Uh, he's got the he's got the blue coat. He's, it's like a vest, but it's like a little bubble coat. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got the little Static Shock uh, symbol on him. Gets so. the goggles and everything. Uh, he does not have the goggles. He's got the oh, dreads. Wow, okay. No goggles, though. He might pull the goggles on later. I was going to say, that was a staple, yeah. not only like right? in, the, uh, in his first appearance, but yeah. also like in the show, mm-hmm. the... the 
90 it was just called static uh, static shock yeah okay yeah static shock yeah, yeah he had the yeah. goggles back then too mm-hmm. so yeah yeah the, i hope he gets the trash can lid because he gets uh, and of course yeah, yeah he's gotta or, have that well he has the trash can lid but then man, he, manhole cover yeah but then he goes to the little disc that he can like because yeah friend, his friend becomes like the inventor and so he like gives like the little disc that he can throw on too, that's so true that's pretty cool i'd like to see him like get the disc too that'd be pretty rad uh we got i'm assuming it's bart allen as kid flash because yeah because uh because wally wally's gone wally went into the speed force and mm-hmm. he'll probably be they'll probably be addressing that i'm sure uh, and then we'll have a rebirth after that. and we'll have a rebirth of that which is where everyone forgets about who wally west is until he <laughs> touches them and then all that well, stuff that's uh that's a current thing in comics <laughs> so i don't even know what that's about <laughs> yeah. um yeah. we got uh, tim drake robin or it looks like tim drake robin it doesn't look like damien so yeah no I, swords i would i would love for that to happen right but no way that's going down right, right now I, I, th- see the thing is about Greg Weissman that I love is that he'll take characters that no one wants to do and he'll do them. You know, I was like, that, that's what I really like about it. It's like, not, not so much like static shock or Robin, but like people nowadays, they'd be whisper, Oh, you got to do Damien. Cause that's who's Robin in the comics right now. And he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, don't, <laughs> you misunderstand don't, man. don't tell me how to do this. All right. <laughs> I got this. Cause he does like, ar- you know, he did, you know, he did, uh, uh, is it armory? What's his name? Arsenal, 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 you know, like nobody talks about arsenal, Roy- the, the, the Roy Harper arsenal, you know, years. Nobody talks about him as arsenal. He's always red arrow. So he has both red arrow and arsenal. Uh, and it's just like, he covers things that nobody really covers, which I think is pretty cool. So got that. Uh, He's a fan. It sounds like it, so. he is. He's definitely a fan of like certain characters. Uh, we got, uh, wonder girl, Cassandra, that version of wonder girl. So yeah. Pretty good. So, still not Donna Troy ever showing up in that one, but whatever. Yeah. I don't uh, know. I don't know. If they're just, I don't know. Yeah, don't know. But Donna Troy's coming in the new uh the new Titans movie, so that's pretty cool. So hmm. she'll be in that one. So As uh, Wonder Girl? Yeah, I remember she's at the end of the last one. That's right. She showed up and they were talking about her on Kevin Smith's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it's a new addition to the team and this there's Donna Troy. I was like, Yes. Yeah, that's cool. Pretty great. Uh Blue Beetle back on the show. Uh back on the back on the team. Cool. Uh old Jaime Reyes. Uh Arrowette from the original Young Justice comic book, um, who is basically just like a spoiled archery girl in that. But it's a really interesting thing because like uh, uh, Peter David wrote the original uh, run of uh, Young Justice back in the day. Um, Oh, really? And Arrowette was a character that he created. And it was basically like like a – what do you call those – like not a – Tiger mom is specifically for Asian moms, right? But like a champion mom, like what, like uh, the beauty pageant mom type of deal, yeah. right? But she wanted her daughter to be like a superhero, <laughs> so it was like she was like in this air, like this this archery costume or whatever, and she taught her daughter archery to become a hero. It's really weird, but uh, but that's that's Peter David, man. He's you know he he likes it's to true. go he likes to go uh, non conventional routes on stuff, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty cool. Uh, but Arrowette's gonna be on there now. I don't know if it's going to be the same character from because she actually has an appearance in season two. Uh, there's a there's a scene in season two where uh, Artemis and Green Arrow save a little girl or season one. I apologize. Save a little girl from like a burglar or something. I can't remember what it was. And just like in an apartment. And that's supposedly Arrowette. Oh, okay. so that, that they, they confirm that that's going to be that that is Arrowette. So I don't know if that's the same girl. 
Could be, might mm. not be. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Beast Boy back on the team. Got to so, have him. Got to have Beast Boy. Uh, Arsenal, Arsenal version of uh, Roy so Harper. So not the not Red Arrow. Okay, yeah, Arsenal because he's got the arm. He's got the he's got the one arm. That's off. cool. He's got the one arm and stuff like that. And uh, my two favorites because nobody ever uses these characters and they're awesome. Uh, we got Spoiler on the team. I heard about that. Yeah, Spoilers in there. It's so, funny because we we yeah. covered this a uh, little bit yeah. on our podcast too. Yeah, yeah. and Stephen was going on list of some of the people that yeah. have been announced at this point. Right. And he said, spoiler, and he goes, why? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Stephen's a great A hater on some stuff like that. But, yeah, because uh, uh, Chuck Dixon's awesome, and he made an awesome character. And then DC ruined it. But anyway, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, spoiler's great. Stephanie Brown, she's on the team. Uh, she's also in season two as well. She's one of the, they never say her name, but she is one of the uh, kidnapped people by the Reach that are being uh, like experimented on for, yeah. the, for the the gene to uh, get the metagene uh, enhanced on them. So she's mm. one of them. So I am assuming that is going to be her in this as well. So yeah. that'll be great. And also Tracy thirteen. Do you even know who that is? No man. No one knows who that is yeah. because I'm the only person that knows Tracy thirteen. So Tracy thirteen is the daughter of Doctor thirteen, which is uh, who is a skeptic magic detective, basically. So <laughs> okay. he does magic things, sort of like Constantine, but he's a skeptic and he doesn't believe in magic. Okay. In the world of DC, he doesn't believe in magic, so it, it's great. So he likes he he scientifically. Explains all like the way magic works and everything, and his daughter is a sorceress. So, but he doesn't call it magic because he knows it's just a thing of the physical realm that we, just, you know, stuff yeah. like that. So he's a skeptic. It's awesome. But Tracy Thirteen uh, is his daughter, and uh, there's this great little trade paperback or graphic novel called Doctor Thirteen. Uh, Art, art, artistry and consequences. What is it called? I forgot what it was called. Is it Doctor Thirteen or Detective Thirteen? Doctor Thirteen. Doctor Thirteen. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So it, it's a great little story that just has like a bunch of like not used characters, like uh, like uh, Infectious Last from Legion of Superheroes, like okay. uh, Architecture and Morality. That's the name of the. That's the name of the book. It's one of my favorite graphic novels it's great uh it's cliff chang does the art uh oh, nice. it's the first time i saw cliff chang's art actually mm-hmm. was this was this book uh but tracy 13 awesome she's just like this little magic user she's like she you know she's like 16 uh but she also her other appearance is uh keith given's first run of blue beetle uh she was the love interest for jaime reyes so oh. yeah so there you go and so now and Coincidentally, in this picture, she's standing right next to Jaime. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and assume that Greg Weissman is a fan of Keith Giff- of uh, not Keith Giff- yeah Keith Giffen's Keith original Giffen. uh, run on Blue Beetle because they already did it in the Reach thing. That was the whole original run, almost exact, almost verbatim. So uh, there you go. That's uh, the news, Mitch. I think that's everything. Do I have anything else to cover? No, I think that's it. I was say that's I can't all. think of anything other than the trailer for uh, other than the trailer for um, Fairy Tale Dragon Cry. But we're going to talk about that when we get to that. So yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But Mitch, 
Uh, I think that's it. I think that's going to be all. No, it's not. Oh, because I have a game to play for us, Mitch. Right? All right, I had a game, and you probably already played it because I know you did. Uh, because it was on the destination. You can go to the destination, and uh, I think. Th- uh, oh, but yeah, but yeah. Okay, is, is it over or? I don't think so. Is that contest think, over? Is it I think going? it's going to the weekend. Okay, going into the weekend. All right, cool. All right, so uh, don't say what the what the show. Well, right, right. don't say what the what the shop did. So the destination, destination comics uh, and collectibles, etc. Go to the go to the Facebook page. You'll find this. Uh, has a little thing called build the. Uh, I guess you guys found this online. Did you? I like, assume I so. Yeah. We didn't make it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, much. It didn't look like it. So I was <laughs> yeah. like, but anyway, it's too uh, good looking for them to make it. It looks like a screen cap. So anyway, uh, you have fifteen dollars to build the ultimate superhero team. Okay. I'm not going to go through the list of everything. I might. Uh, uh. Yeah, I might do that. But. Uh, uh, if you go to the destination and guess what they picked under, I guess extreme debate. I'm not sure. Uh, it's it's what we it's what we picked, and if you pick exactly what we picked, I think yeah. there's like some type of like discount Brian's offering people or yeah. whatever. Oh, okay, uh, you guys. Okay, it, it is over. Cool. So it's on there. It's a oh. First, so they did. I thought yeah. I thought they said it was going to the weekend. I guess not, but they said uh, that was uh, so that was done. Maybe the maybe the the sales in there. So it's it's over with. Go check it out. Go check out what they they wrote. They got some terrible picks in here. I'm just gonna say. Uh, but anyway, uh, so basically they break it down into five categories. You yep. got a leader, the muscle, enforcer, technician, and the wild card. Okay, so that's a pretty good little list of uh, characters. Yeah. Now you have 15. doesn't mean you need one from each, obviously. You have $15 to, per, to split amongst it, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, but I'm just going to go down the list real quick. In the leaders category, we have for $5, Captain America. For four dollars, Batman. For three dollars, Professor X. For two dollars, Nick Fury. And for one dollar, Star Lord. Who do you pick for your leader in that, Mitch? It's so we had actually a lot of debate over this at the I, store. I'm sure um, <laughs> because uh, you know Batman was mentioned, but it's mostly between uh, Xavier and Steve Rogers, right? Um, if anybody knows me, and I, I wouldn't say I'm biased, I'm just right on this. <laughs> um, Steve Rogers is a natural born hero. Mm-hmm. He's a natural born leader. Mm-hmm. Xavier is a teacher. He mm-hmm. is a he, he he studies and stuff like that. But when it comes down to war, yeah. nobody knows war better than the guy who's fighting in the Second World War, mm-hmm. yes. uh, punching Nazis in their yeah. faces like. Uh- I'm I'm glad you're not of the Professor X boat because no. I think that's a terrible terrible choice. No, don't get me wrong. His te- <laughs> his his, his tele- telepathy would be so handy the, in an actual battle. The telepathy he doesn't use uh, <laughs> that he refuses to literally use at any given situation. That's true. Uh, and he doesn't have telekinesis. That's Jean he, Grey. Jean he, Grey has telekinesis and telepathy. He's yeah. He's just the world's strongest telepath. Yeah. But it, he doesn't know how war like I don't I don't foresee him making a strategical no. battle plan. No, because he's Steve sent, Rogers definitely. He sent two barrages of kids to their deaths to a living <laughs> island. He sent two groups of children to an island to die. Um, they were he's, teenagers. He's uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, he's uh, he's a hypocrite. Uh, mm-hmm. He is uh, you know because he won't use his powers, but he'll teach kids to use their powers to fight whoever. He's 
He's terrible. I have no idea why anyone would, uh, he's a complex character. I'm not just sure. Gonna rip no, on him, but, yeah, I know, but but as a leader, no. he's awful. That's why Cyclops <laughs> yeah. should be in place of him on well, this. Well, that's like, why Cyclops yeah. basically Yeah. And I, I don't know how you do this because like Xavier's the one that paid for the school and everything. Right. But Cyclops is like you need to leave. Right. And, and Xavier does. He right. just wanders the earth after that. Right. Uh after they expose the the great sin that right. he had done. Yeah. Um but to quote Kitty Pride, Professor Xavier is a jerk. So there you <laughs> He's go. A jerk. He's a jerk. But yeah, so I, I like I, that should be Cyclops, right? Like, am I stupid? Oh, like yeah. in the leader role, like the number th- the the three dollar role should be Cyclops. I agree. Yeah, Rose. that's like, true. Because Cyclops would be a better candidate for those five like mm-hmm. i just think like nick fury at two dollars is pretty good too but he's that's a good price but he's but he's real secretive um, yeah and that's why i don't pick batman either batman's sort of a batman's always been a loner anyways. he's a loner he's he's like untrustworthy like he, the only teammate the, he ever picks is yeah. a little boy who runs the, around in spandex the like. tower of babel uh debacle where he had made a whole list of people he'd have dossiers on your whole team he's oh, yeah. not not good star lord good price but he's sort of a Go with the flow type of leader. Yeah, it's not, not really a strategy. If I'm fighting a it, war here, if I'm in a it, battle, man, I if, want. Yeah, if I'm gonna blow five dollars on something and my fifteen dollars, <laughs> it's on Captain Freaking America. Yep. We are completely in agreement here. Yeah. Like, like Cap is a leader. He is the leader. Like they were asking That's me, uh, Brian and Evan were asking me at the store about this. And yeah. I was like, you know, Xavier's powerful man, but I'm telling yeah. you, Cap. Yeah. I will. I will take. Yeah. I will take non-gun toting Cap. Just yeah. give him a shield. Yeah. And that's fine yeah. enough. Better than the telepathy that yeah. uh, that Xavier yeah. can bring to the table. Yeah. If he used it, I would agree. But he never does. So yeah. <laughs> he never uses even the telepathy. He, even if he does, I yeah. still would rather have someone. Cap is the guy. Cap rallies yeah. the troops, man. Agreed. He uh, is the one that can get X Men, Avengers, exactly. and humans. He can get all of them behind him. Yeah. Whereas Xavier, unless he forces them with his powers, right. I just don't see him being able to to to, to talk them into stuff like that. So Agreed. it has to be Cap. Agreed. Uh, the muscle. Uh, the muscle consists of Superman for five dollars. That's big muscle. Yeah. Uh, if I was going to waste five dollars on something else, I'd probably do that too. But <laughs> uh, let's uh, discuss that later. The Hulk at four dollars. Thor at three dollars. Wonder Woman at two dollars. That's a real good price. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Shazam at $1. That's a real good price yeah, as well. Yeah, no. I uh, I don't think people understand, or whoever made this, I don't think they understand that Shazam is like as powerful as Superman in a lot yeah. of cases. Stronger uh, in some, some yeah, situations. Yeah, because he has magic and that can harm him. But I always put Superman on the higher tier because it's Superman, of course, he wins. But, but ultimately, yeah. so my argument on this one was that yeah. – uh, Billy Batson is too immature. That's true. Wonder Woman is not as strong as Superman. This is true. That's been proven. Yes. Um, but she. But for it's two a, bucks. It's yeah. a good price for yeah, mu- for good muscle. You can't like, go wrong I, with that. I, I think that's a good price for good muscle. That's my choice actually on this. It's one two. Okay. Right? Because of the price. And it's real good muscle. And also, I just like Wonder Woman. Sorry. I just like <laughs> Wonder I, I've always liked Diana, so I'm going to go ahead with that one. But what's what's So what's right your on name? your team is Cap and Cap Wonder Woman. Cap and Wonder Woman is on my team. Um, yes. I just – if we're talking about muscle, you go yeah. for the guy who's pound for pound, heaviest muscle yeah. bear in the entire Marvel, DC, universe, whatever. Right. And I got to go with Hulk. Hulk. I, know, I know that's the nine Hulk bucks Hulk. right there. Yeah. But I'm telling you, having Cap lead the team mm-hmm. and Hulk and right behind him, it's a it's a good idea. The the reason I don't go with Hulk is because he does have that spark of uncontrollability. Now, yeah, but with I, Cap, 
it's it's controlled a little bit. And, well, but, and also you know, like I I'm I'm imagining this yeah. is maybe like a. a uh, Prometheus or not Prometheus? Oh, Mister Fix It. No, there's a, there's a Hulk where he's still green skin, so he's right. still the strongest one. Right, sure. But he's got Banner's mentality. Oh, okay, gotcha. It, so you're going for Pantheon. like the, the He was Pantheon. part of this group uh, called Pantheon, Pantheon. Okay, and yeah. and during that time he had this he had the mentality of Bruce Banner. Gotcha. So you're going for like ultimate like both event yeah. both ends type. Or, of or maybe yeah. just if anything, right. just Joe Fix It, where Cap can like reason with him and right, that. yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, <laughs> Green Hulk. He's been known to talk. I mean, that's true. Yeah, on the level of like a two-year-old. But yeah, it's just like if he is susceptible to that berserker rage at one point. It to me, he's perceptible to it at any point. But that's true. But uh, but it is still a good pick. I'm not going to knock your pick. Well, it's just it's to me, it's one of those things. The fact that he can literally, yeah, just like I mean, you you start making a mad dude, and it's game over. Yeah, he's the muscle for sure. So I I like that pick. I'm not going to say bad. I'm not going to say anything bad about the pick. So guys, you got Cap and Hulk. I got Cap Wonder Woman. I also just like that pairing better. I think they'd get along. (laughs) Like she knows a guy named Steve, and Uh, (laughs) both of them were in World War II, right? Yeah, so. wouldn't, yeah, they, they'd have swap they could, they could stories. swap stories, man. Yeah, yeah it'd be great. Um, Wolverine, uh, this is the enforcer. Yes. So your enforcer, you got Wolverine at five. That's a that's a good price because that's, mm-hmm. that's Wolverine. So yeah, that's fair. The Punisher at four, too high, too high for Punisher. For Punisher, he's yeah. not controllable. You can't control that guy. Not too high. No, he'll get the no job way. done. That's for sure. He'll get the job done, but you can't control him. This is too high. Uh, Black Widow for three. That's a real good price as well. Hawk Girl two, not the best enforcer, but a pretty decent price. Cable for one for one dollar for Cable. I took Black. Uh, Black Widow for this one. Um, mm. That might be my bias again. I just like Natasha. I've always liked Natasha Romanoff. Yeah. So, uh, but also, like, if you're going to get an enforcer who's going to do the right, who's going to do the thing that you need to get done, she's going to do it professionally. She's going to do it quick. Wolverine's going to do it easier and quick. Like, I think that's the thing. Wolverine, if you need him to go into a room and take out, take them all out. You can do Wonder Woman for that. So that's why I'm just like, all right, fine. But if you need somebody to be stealthy, to take somebody out stealthily or quickly or, like, get some information, got a Black Canary so that's, or Black Widow. So Black Widow, yeah. Black Widow's in there. So what do you who do you say for this I'm one? going cheap on this one. Okay. I'm, uh, I have to say Cable. Going Cable. For a right. dollar for this guy who is – True. He's led two mm-hmm. X-Force teams. Yeah. And uh, and uh, also, not for, not for nothing, the guy has – some of the most strongest t- telekinesis. Now, granted, most of the time it's used to try to stave off the uh, the, the virus that's infecting him, the techno organic virus. Right. But ultimately, like if he was able to free that up, the right. guy would be super powerful. Yeah. But it's yeah. not just his mutant powers. He, the guy comes armed to the teeth. Right. To, so like armed to the teeth. He's also a time traveler. So you got the temporal, you know, world. Like mm-hmm. he knows how to work the temporal world. It's a real good price for a one dollar for a buck. Yeah, for a buck. It's a Plus, real good I price. Not blowing nine dollars. So I'm trying to yeah. trying to say yeah. cheap here. He he also the reason I I was close to that one too because of the price. But he also kind of has that little unpredictability. If he wants to do something, he's just yeah. gonna go do it. But you know, I think if you got a mission for him, he'll like complete it and all that jazz. So uh, I think he's a good pick, especially for a dollar. Uh, let's see. The technician, Iron Man, five dollars. Cyborg, four. Uh, Mr. Fantastic, three. That's really low. You would think, <laughs> uh, right? Black Panther, two. Green Arrow, one. So 
I don't know why Green Arrow is your technician. I I strike that yeah. I strike that as odd. Um, so yeah, I, I I I went with Mister Fantastic on this one for three for three dollars for the guy that can make a dimensional portal out of scrap metal. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> okay, so you got Tony Stark, and then you have who's below him? Uh, Black Panther. Black, Black Panther. Black Panther's really good at too because then now again he has like now people say like oh you got the whole Wakanda behind you, but not really because like. He it's, always can't. It's just him. It's just him. He never brings in his country to help out whoever he's with, and he also kind of has that that split responsibility aspect to him. So mm-hmm. that's so I, I don't go with Black Panther even for two dollars. I don't go for Black Panther on the technician side of it. Um, but yeah, so I go with Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, Reed Richards. One point time was considered the smartest man in, in yeah. the Marvel universe. He, he he really is still personally. I, you can't convince me that Tony Stark's smarter than him. No, he, it's not that. T- t- Tony Stark is smart, but he, he ain't he ain't Mr. Fantastic the, smart. You know who the strong, smartest person in the Marvel universe is? Doom. No. No. Who is it? Currently, right now, well, this is gonna be dumb. <laughs> Is this going to be dumb? Am you don't like it already. Am I going to be mad? I mean, it may be, probably. More, you know what? Yes, yeah. you will be. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you anyways. Yeah. Uh, you ever heard of the book called Moon Girl and the Devil Dinosaur? Oh, are they saying she is? Luna something L- or another. Luna, Luna Lafayette or whatever? Yeah. yeah. I like her. The reason is yeah. because her inhuman power allows her neurons oh. to fire quicker. Okay. Well, and that's, so, like, yeah. I, I kind of like that, actually. Well, I like Luna, actually. She's like she's like one of the few characters in Mar- new characters in Marvel that are actually pretty interesting interesting and deep because she ain't original <laughs> yeah because she actually acts like a kid it's not just like oh let's, well, yeah. let's find a girl and make her well, thor well if you read it like she actually behaves like a kid like she actually behaves like a, like a kid and she gets dumped on because the, the new characters they always have to be like they're like scared to like put any flaws on them for some reason i don't understand why this is even miles now like because miles used to get dumped on his original run yeah but ever since he came over oh he's super competent just <laughs> born he's they're just blandly competent that's all they are yeah and it irritates me and i'm just like you know like but but like luna she still gets dumped on by like classmates she has a she's a weirdo you know mm-hmm. it's like she has this really crippling fear of the of the 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 genesis whatever it's called the the terrigen mist, terrigen, yeah, terrigen mist you know because like she doesn't want to turn into a freak blah 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 mm-hmm. You know she's an interesting character, so I'm okay with that, especially if it's her power. Like I'm talking like like just human brain power. Mister Fantastic is definitely the smartest. Hands down, hands yeah. down. They always try to like go with Amadeus Cho. No, I'm not going with Gogurt Hulk. <laughs> like, Gogurt Hulk. Gogurt Hulk. But uh, yeah, I went with Mister Fantastic. I think that's uh, yeah. So uh, I I picked Mister Fantastic too. Yeah. Even in the shop, we I think we all agreed that Mister Fantastic yeah. for three dollars yeah. is just the best. Right. Tony Stark would be good to have because he's the guy who can make weapons and stuff. Stark's good. But, but I'm talking like technician yeah. does not a technician is is a dude, he's cute. You go and right. visit him before you go on your mission. Exactly. You know, he's and if he's out there in the field, he's got some type of like backpack uh powered freaking super gun or whatever, you right. know. Yeah, exactly. So but and then of course his powers are just so great too. Mr. Fantastic's been known to mm-hmm. take bullets and just bounce them back to people and stuff right. like that. So Exactly. Yep, I agree. There we go. Also, yeah, yeah, he's got the stretchy powers too, so there you go. Mm-hmm. And the wild card, which I don't know what the heck that means. Uh, yeah, but uh, the wild card is Spider-Man for five. I think this is just they wanted to include these characters. Uh, the <laughs> wild card is Spider-Man for five, Flash for four, Green Lantern for three, uh, Deadpool 2, Black Canary 1. So 
who did you go for this one? And this one, um, I had I had to go. What was Green Lantern again? Uh, Green Lantern was three, three dollars. Yeah, um, I had to switch my original one, but I would want to go with Green Lantern on this one. Okay, because I don't know who two and one is. They're, they're not, <laughs> you know. Oh, I'm sorry. Deadpool was two, right? Uh, Deadpool is two. Yes. And then who was one? Black Canary. Black yeah. Canary was one. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah, I wouldn't pick Deadpool, even though that's a good price. You know, ultimate healing factor. Um, but just, I feel like Deadpool would get distracted. Probably. <laughs> but the, like, ma- the main yeah. reason I guess I'm picking Green Lantern is is mainly yeah. because yeah. he is equipped with the universe's most powerful weapon. Yeah. Uh, now it needs to yeah. be charged by a very yeah. willful person. Can you, can you afford Green Lantern? Let's That's see what here. I said. I had to change. I had to change my uh, right. Um, yeah. Technician to uh, uh, probably yeah. like Black Panther. Black Panther. Like I think so. So yeah, you got five. For so Cap. it's like five for Cap, four for Hulk, one for Cable. One for Cable. That's ten. That's ten. And then so I just do yeah. T'Challa. Yeah. Because they T'challa. also, yeah, yeah. even though yeah. Reed Richards would be great, I just I would rather have a Green Lantern. A Green Lantern instead of that. Instead okay. of having interesting. Okay. Yeah. So I'll pick T'Challa because uh, who's number one uh, uh, for the tech? Uh, for the tech uh, was uh, Iron Man. Yeah. So. Wait, Iron Man was tech. No, no. Oh, for wild card? No, no. Who's who's oh. the dollar one for for tech? Oh, oh, the dollar for tech. It was Green Arrow. Green Arrow. Yeah, so, no. Yeah. So it would be, yeah, I would pick Black Panther yeah. instead of Mister Fantastic. Nice. Uh, still yeah. one of the still one of the nine smartest uh, individuals right. in the Marvel universe. But that's so I could pick the Green Arrow one because yeah, literally the most powerful weapon in the yeah. universe. Um, for this one, it's a gr- it's a great pick. I I I can't afford Green Arrow. Or Green Lantern, so I only have two dollars left in my in my uh, in my uh, my your bank. bank. I guess. So I only have two dollars left. So what I'm going to do? I could go for Deadpool. Not doing that. He's too much of a wild card. That's too wild. Can't do that. It's too wild for so me. So I'm going to pad my numbers here. I'm going to go Black Canary for my number one, and I have one dollar left. And I'm going to use that on Shazam. So I also <laughs> so two get, muscles, right? I got two muscles. One of them being a magic user, so that'll be uh, convenient because there's not a lot of magic users on this whole list. No, like, there's not even a magic user category, which I think is a mistake. I yeah. think I think you go for twenty dollars, put in a magic user, and <laughs> yeah, have a five, one to ten magic users. So, but uh, yeah, so I go got a magic user, also a guy who's just as strong as Superman, uh, and also yeah, he's a kid. Uh, but Black Canary can like whip him into shape because that's what sure. Black Canary do. She trains. She trains people. She's the trainer of the group. Also, good hand-to-hand combat. Street-level hero. You need somebody out there on the street, get Black Widow, Black Canary. Boom. There's your team. <laughs> there's your street-level team, man. So there you go. Also, it's pretty diverse. Got the women on there. Got, you know, anyway. It's, it's, uh, it's, good. it's a good team up. I have to admit. Yeah. Yeah, it, I'm, I'm just glad we agree on cap. That was like yeah, the exactly. Thing for me. It's it's not even a question to me. It's yeah. a, the leader's not even a qu- like no one on this list is as good of a leader as Cap. Not not a single person. Not even close. Yes, Batman is probably a better strategist. Not a good leader. Uh, not as good of a leader. Uh, Professor X, uh, yes, is super powerful with his with his you know mental ability. A terrible leader, an absolutely <laughs> horrible horrible leader. That's why he gets Cyclops to do all of the field work. Yep. Uh, Nick Fury. Fantastic at planning, fantastic at stratagem, fantastic at espionage, but that's also his 
problem is that he doesn't divulge information. Mm-hmm. He keeps it all to himself. He always keeps you at arm's length. It's not good. Yep. Uh, even more so than Batman, he's that way. Star-Lord, not really a planner. He's, uh, he's, yeah, but he's, he's a good He's good in the moment, yeah. but, but he's, not, he's not. I just don't good. see it. Once again, I don't see him, yeah. just like Xavier, don't see him sitting down and making a right. strategic battle plan right. or anything like that. He's good at, yeah, exactly. He's good at. Uh, running a ragtag group of yeah. renegades—that's exactly. his deal. So, yeah, you know, he's not—he's not trained soldiers yeah. or anything. Yeah, so I—I I, I thought about using my one for him as well, just because it'd be cool to have Star Lord because space—you got somebody who has like space, you know, yeah. experience and stuff like that. But you know what? Wonder Woman's got that. Why not? So, mm-hmm. uh, so, oh yeah, she's got magic. I don't need Shazam. I'm gonna go Green Arrow just to have the couple. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna switch my one to Green Arrow because then I get Green Arrow, Black Canary. There you go. Get the couple. Got the couple. Got to got to write some drama in with the with the sure, couple. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. you know that that'll work. So I'm <laughs> cool with that. Nah, I want the Superman because Wonder Woman's powerful. Like, why not? So yeah, uh, I, he, she can cover everything for Shazam. So it's fine. Uh, so yeah, go Green Arrow, Black Canary for my last two. Did it. Got it. Done. Mitch. Thanks for being on. Thank you for having me on. It's always a good time. Yeah, yeah. These uh, sometimes these late nights they can kind of kill me a little bit, but uh, <laughs> I love the I love sitting around talking uh, animation and all that stuff almost as much because yep. I love sitting around talking about comic books on mm-hmm. my uh, my podcast, Bagged and Bearded. Oh, you went right into your plug. That's what I'm doing, Nicely man. Transition, transitioning. Um, it doesn't count as a transition when you uh, announce transition. That's true. But... It, it kind of breaks it. But go <laughs> yeah. on. Anyways, um, no, uh, we do the uh, podcast for the DNN, uh, the comic book podcast, I should say. Yes. The DNN here, uh, where we talk about all things comic books and uh, anything in between. We cover comic cons, new titles coming out, artists, writers, anything in between. Uh, if you guys want to follow us or hit us up, we always love hearing from our fans. Um, you know, we got a Facebook page, uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, all at Bags and Beards. Um, that's our Twitter and Instagram, I should say. Our Facebook is just Bagged and Bearded. Yeah. Um, but yeah, check that out. And also, um, if you want a little bit more throughout the week, here's some comic book stuff. You can check out the Destinations Facebook page on Tuesday nights. Uh, I do Mitch's picks where I pick five comic books, mm. read them, give you a re- reason why I like them so much, and always, always tell you guys to check it out. So you guys check it out. Yep, that'll do it. Uh, guys, this has been the Animation Destination Podcast. We are a PG animation celebration podcast on the DNN. You can check us out at DestinationComics.com, AnimationDestination.com with all my written reviews. I'm getting back to that, uh, <laughs> hopefully. Uh, might be having some video series coming out here pretty soon as well, so that'll be fun. You can check us out on Animation Destination uh, on Facebook and at Animation Pod on Twitter. But that's it for this week, guys. Next week, it's Voltron Season 3. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening. DNN.